Hey there, Brian. God damn it. Welcome to the Lost in Your 20s podcast, episode two, where every week we talk about stories of our life in our 20s and how we fucked up along the way. And how we're still here now. We made it through. Well, nearly through. Yeah, some of us, I don't feel like I'm in one piece, but... (laughs) Yeah, not quite. Uh, So we had a pretty good first episode. I thought, you know, we had good chemistry. We did get a bit of feedback from, from some people. So the first one that we got was, you guys should have more of an intro about yourselves at the beginning. You kind of dive right into it without even saying your names or anything, which is fine if your only listeners are going to be people like me who know you, lol. Well, the reason was because we were already sitting here for like an hour drinking beer and talking shit, and then we just turned the mic on and just kept going with our conversation. We were probably a few beers deep at that point, weren't we? Yeah, quite a few. Um, so I guess we can introduce ourselves here. We're only on our second beer, so it's it's more... We're pretty articulate at articulate, this point. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm Max, and uh, I'm happy. To, I'm just happy to be here. That's and, a uh, terrific intro. It's a good intro, yeah, right? right? I mean, I think we, they would, they'll learn about us as we go. But my name is Max, and I am um, on this podcast with, with Alex. 29 years old, you are? I'm 29 years old, from uh, Windsor, Ontario, Canada, and living in Dublin. Right. And what do you do for, for work, Max? I'm a greenskeeper, so uh, I have a pretty, you know, pretty good job. I work outside, and I, I take care of that turf. I tend that shit. No, what do you actually do for work right now? Oh, right now what I do for work is, uh, right now I'm currently unemployed, working for, waiting for a work permit. Right, because the Irish paperwork system has failed us again. It's failed me pretty hard, so yeah, I'm, I'm off. I have a lot of time on my hands. To go, you know, foraging and, and things like that. Right. Pretty was, much doing whatever I can do within the legal bounds to try to earn money without actually earning any money. Oh, you think anyone from the Irish government is going to listen to this podcast? I doubt it. Probably not. I doubt it. No one report me. Once they turn it on and hear our accents, they're just going to shut it off. I think they're so, not gonna want, They're not going to want to listen to it. All right. Well, tell us about yourself, Alex. I'm Alex. I'm 28. I'm one year younger than Max. From Toronto, Ontario. You're glaring at me for, for pointing out that I'm one year younger than you. That's not true. I'm very comfortable with my age and my body. <laughs> I'm not comfortable with, with my body. Definitely put on some LBs or some KGs that they would say. Or stones. I've probably Multiple put stones. on a stone at least in the past 12 months. Well, no one really knows what the fuck a stone is anyway. We actually we did talk about that last week. Still don't know. A stone is fourteen pounds, and before we continue on that, I'll just finish off my intro before we segue into that. And and you're a rapper. I was a rapper in a past life. I I haven't had any new music in in about a year. It didn't really hit in Ireland. I don't think the rap scene is as big here, but I was on uh, the show first date, and they they really caught a bad bad two liner of mine. They asked me to rap right at the end, and I, I blew it. I thought it was national good. TV. I thought it was good. I liked it, and like we can't even go anywhere in Dublin without people recognizing Alex <laughs> and asking to take pictures with him and stuff like that because of the, that RTE show. And to defend myself, I was criticized. So I, 
the whole time on Twitter, I actually came off all right. Well, it was more because the girl that was, I was on the date with came off very poorly. She's a nice girl. She was okay. <laughs> I rhymed the word date with the word date, and people didn't like that. However, in my defense, I rhymed first date with worst date. It's a double-syllable rhyme for those fuckers who don't understand poetry or rap. Well, we all know Twitter is the worst place on the planet. It is. It's people who don't know how to rap. <laughs> they don't know how to do much. That's why they're on Twitter. And, you know, that being said, some of them might rap, but I really doubt it. I would, I would really doubt that they're rappers. Or podcasters, really. So I'm sure eventually... They're probably not doing much. They're just sitting there criticizing rappers and podcasters. I hate Twitter. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, because I'm currently work, waiting for a work permit, I've been on Twitter, I made an anonymous account Oh my god! to, um, to troll the uh, Canada election and, and cause some shit, and it's been a lot of fun for me. It's been, you know, I spent at least a half hour a day just going on Twitter and, uh, and talking shit to people anonymously, and I enjoy it a little bit. What's your Twitter handle? My fake Twitter handle? Yeah. Well, I'm not giving out my fake Twitter handle, I've no. never even seen an anonymy of it. How many followers do you have? It's new, so they, everyone thinks I'm a troll. I think I'm up to like fifty followers now on that on that fake account. That's pretty good. Fifty strangers following you, I think, is in today's world of influencers and social media. That's pretty good. Yeah, not bad. One week of uh, one week of work, thirty minutes a day. So you're not gonna reveal your Twitter handle and then you can just make a new one after, or is it? I have well, I have a, a, my own personal Twitter account which I don't use. That's why I created an anonymous one. I just read some stuff that yeah. was just so outlandish. I was like. I have to respond to this because it's so outlandish. So I just went through and and made a new Twitter account. Yeah, I actually named my Twitter account after my cat. Troll face. My troll. My troll account is named after my cat. So that's the hint. What's your your cat's name? Tucker. Your cat's name is Tucker. Yeah. Oh my god! Every time I've heard your girlfriend talking about Tucker, I thought she's talking about her brother. <laughs> <laughs> that's your cat. Yeah, man. Tucker's a good dude. Is he a? Uh... Is your more tidy housemate than your other housemate? Yeah, very much so. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, she cooked some mushrooms this week on the frying pan, and god damn, it stunk up the whole place. But she used so much balsamic vinegar that I had to open up every window in the apartment to air it out. And I think the vinegar went bad because there was a chunk in it at the bottom of the bottle after she used it all, and I don't know. I've never seen That's vinegar gross. go chunky before. That's gross. That's been there for a while, yeah. That's pretty nasty, right? I have a friend who refuses to say the word vinegar. Oh, really? Yeah, maybe they can't say it. No, no, no. It's because... Okay, let's fill in the blanks. What's your p- favorite crisp slash potato sh- chip flavor? Salt and vi? Uh, dressed all over. No, no, okay, okay, okay. It's called all dressed, first of all. But finish my sentence. Salt and vi? Vinegar. No, but salt and vi... Oh, Vicky's Miss Vizzy? No, fuck. What the fuck are you trying to say? Okay, so she can't, she doesn't say the word vinegar because it contains the N-word in it. Oh, vin, no it doesn't. Vi, N-word. Is that how, is that, but that's how if you, no, and this is how you pronounce it. She just doesn't like saying the word because it sounds like the N-word. The N-word, which I'm not, I'm not going to say it. Say it. I'm not going to say it again now that no. I'm, now I'm self-conscious about it. And <laughs> now I'm, 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 now, <laughs> now I'm never going to say it ever again. I can see why she doesn't say it. Uh, she gave us some feedback. Oh, so she, okay. 
this is a, a really close friend. She's one of our five listeners from last week. She is actually... Do you remember the story I told last week where I got into the fight at Dicey's? Oh, and she took a couple shots. She took a couple shots. <laughs> I like her. And you said she shouldn't have been standing there. That was her <laughs> fault. And so she gave me some feedback right here. I have my phone out. And word for word, she put OMG, L-O-L-O-L. Tell your friend I said fuck you. That's good feedback. I like that. If we can get more feedback like that, we're doing something right on this show. (laughs) And the last piece of feedback that we have is for us to have a couple of talking points that relate back to the theme of our podcast. Because this was just like you guys going back and forth telling funny anecdotes versus delving into any kind of topic related to your 20s and discussing it. So we're doing something right. It feels like our listeners are, you know, sitting on the couch with us here having the beers. But apparently we delve too far off topic. Well, I feel like eventually we might give some good advice for people in their 20s, but they might have to listen to 25 minutes of bullshit first before they get in the... Wait, speaking of which, do you remember our, our little debate about stone and how much a stone was? And then we had a bet on what a knot... Was. Was it a knot? Yes, yeah. I won that bet. I have a little gift for you here. Oh, great. Thank you. I have a 1.5 liter bottle of pure volcano filtered water oh, man, for thank you. thank you so much. I can't <laughs> wait to get into this tomorrow. <laughs> Once you're hungover, you're going to have that Volvic. It's going to be so good. It's so much better than Dublin tap water. I would love if Volvic, uh, Volvic sponsored this podcast. Yeah, we'll get on. We'll get on for that. How many listeners do you think we need to get for Volvic to... To sponsors. Probably more people than in Pompeii. Oh, God. <laughs> See what I did there? See what I did there? Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> I mean, I messed too soon. I don't know what it is. After last week's episode, we went straight to a party. And at said party, I... Okay. Firstly, I said it in the episode, I don't do well smoking weed and drinking at the same time. He did say that. We got pretty fucked up. We get to the party. One of the guys had his weed pen. That fucked me up even more. I knew it was it was time to go when I knocked over one of the girls' drinks. Whose drinks you knocked over? I didn't see that. Kayla. Oh, she, she's And she, she drinks, like, fancy whiskeys neat. Oh, you knocked over a neat whiskey? Yeah, That's so I... way harder to knock over than a beer. <laughs> so I was... there's such a little glass. This is... I was, you know, very violent with my hand motions. So we spent most of the night at that party in the back room of the pub. This was a smoking room because it really wasn't a patio. Well, what is it? it's open. The, the roof is open so you can smoke. There's, like there's a little a roof. gap. There's, there's a roof, a but there's a little gap <laughs> yeah. under the roof and the so wall. So technically it's outdoors, There's yeah. a little bit of filter there. And uh, so we're smoking this weed pen. We're, we, had, we started with a pretty good arm wrestling tournament. So this, the party was for our end of season softball tournament for Leinster softball. And everyone was out there, and we started a pretty good arm wrestling tournament. And I think after the first round, Alex was like, I gotta get out of here. Also, all the guys that were there were way bigger than me. And also you. But what impressed me was that there's there's a guy there who's probably has, I don't know, six to eight inches on you. And you crushed him. I timed it well, so I waited till right after he finished a match. And I said, all right, you and me, let's go. So he had just went the he just went the gauntlet with somebody else, and then I went in there. I got really lucky, 
And I and I got him, and I must say that's the only uh, arm wrestling match I won the whole night. So which was I I watched that happen. I was pretty impressed, but at that point I was like, I'm I'm too drunk, and I I <laughs> left. What I find as you grow older and and as you mature into your tw- late twenties, almost to your thirties, is that you kind of understand your body better, and you know when you're so fucked up. Like I knew I needed to go home. Back in the day, I would have stayed out to the point where I'm falling all over the bar. Right. And I'm sure you would have, and you might still do. We might still do that. And University of Town is first perfectly accessible to do that in Guelph. Yeah. Everybody's falling all over the bar. But once you're in a classier place and you're 30 years old, nearly 30, it's, uh, you're right. You might just take one and say, I need to go. I want to be home. And it's not only the embarrassing bit. It's also the... The feeling of it that you're like, as they call in Ireland, the fear. Like, you don't want the fear when you wake up. You don't want to, <laughs> you don't want to wake up like, what the fuck did I do? Who, like, who did I punch? What drinks did I knock over? I, I don't know. I, I knocked over a drink, but. Um, the other thing that comes with your late 20s is your body doesn't recover like it used to. I think I maybe had a total of four arm wrestling matches that night. and Only? Yeah, I think two with each arm. We did a couple left-handers so we can rest our right arms there a bit. Okay. And uh, fuck, was I ever sore for like t- three days afterwards. I just felt it in my arms like I was, you know, I don't go to the gym or anything like that, but I felt it. All right. That was the, those were some t- hard-fought battles out there. And not only were my arms sore from the arm wrestling, my whole core region and my abs were also very sore, which I didn't know I was... I think you I, I didn't know I was using, but I think I probably had to engage every muscle in my body to get that first W over Big Dave. Right, and and to go back to one of our pieces of feedback, one of the things they had said was that we go off topic a lot, and we are five minutes late for this phone interview we're supposed to have with uh, one of my friends, Brian Donlan. So I guess our main topic of the episode today is about moving in with your significant other. In your 20s. In your 20s. So, let, so let's do it. We're going to get on a phone call here, folks, and uh, we're going to get a guest on. And... All right. Let's see how it goes. Uh, I honestly don't know how to do it. No. I had tools. Record. Fuck. Hey, Brian. Welcome to Lost in Your 20s, where every week we talk about life in our 20s. And we share our wisdom to, to people who are slightly younger than us. Hi, Brian. Welcome to the show. And I'd like to welcome you to the show, the financial controller of Google, Brian Duck. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. Hopefully this one goes well. Yes, and, and what's your actual job title? Uh, it's technically assistant controller for the West area of Pulte Homes Home Builder. That is the most American job title ever no, to Matt. Well, it sounds like you're a very big deal, Brian. Is that just a job title or are you actually a big deal? It's absolutely a job title. It is definitely a title. There's plenty of fluff in it, as there is with all American titles, is in my opinion. Well, Brian, it's nice to meet you. I know we're meeting over the phone, and uh, you were in Dublin before I got here. All right, Brian. So what we wanted to bring you on board for was a few things. Firstly, congratulations on your engagement and your upcoming marriage. Congratulations, Brian. My girlfriend and I will be there to see you guys in Mexico for your wedding. Just really wanted to criticize 
you on how much of a piece of shit you are for having a destination wedding. As as you know, people who have destination weddings are selfish and pieces of shit. I think that's universally true. It was intentional. Intentional to be a little bit of a piece of shit. Why did you do it? I want to know. To save some money? To have a free holiday? To get some free gifts? To <laughs> suck a couple of cocks on the beach before you get married? Really? That's You had to throw that in as the last option? All right. The real answer is I thought it would be cheaper. That's false. Either we did it wrong or it's just false. It's actually like about the same cost a little bit. Um, but the main idea was if we're going to spend a bunch of money on something, make it a, a holiday if you can. That was the, the driving decision. Right. And then you might potentially get a bunch of people, you know, not showing up to your wedding and you might not want to be there. That's sort of true. But I feel like a lot of people, um, present company included, are showing up that I really didn't expect to come. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> when did you meet your partner? My partner and I met about five, six years ago, somewhere in between there. We used to work together. Dipped a pen in company ink, as they say not to. You obviously live with your fiance, Sarah. Max lives with his, with his girlfriend, Amanda. Now, Emer just moved in. Yeah. With me, officially this past weekend. Well, Alex, welcome to the real world, where you're now responsible for your own living standards. It's pretty crazy. You saw you were here last week, Max. You saw how messy it was, and it was my responsibility to clean up my mess in the span of one week. Which, when there's a timeline, I kind of work a bit better when there's when someone puts pressure on you. When no one's forcing you to clean something... It just gets out of hand. At least you had a week. That's a pretty good timeline. What, you get like three hours? I got a text message today when I was at your house. Like when I got here, she goes, what time are you going to be home tonight? Because it's your week to vacuum. And apparently that was very important that it was done today. And I said, well, I'll probably do it tomorrow. As soon as you have someone else in the house, you're held accountable. They say you don't want to be held accountable. <laughs> I personally don't mind that. I I can admit in hindsight, after after surveying how the house was, I was pretty fucking gross until you were moved in. <laughs> until two days ago, I was pretty fucking gross. And Max has seen the drastic 180 that the house has taken over the course of a week. I want to hear your, your thoughts on this, Brian. So you've lived with your significant other for much longer than the two of us have. Yep. And you actually own property with her, which is that boggles my mind. I don't know how anyone owns a property before the age of 30 in today's day and age. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I guess I would address the first thing that stood out, thing I didn't really think about was the mind-boggling fact of owning property with your significant other. That was brutal. I would say, I would recommend not doing that unless you're married. It is a stressful thing, and you, if you guys don't share your finances, then you're constantly thinking finances with owning property, and it's kind of a mixed melting pot. You don't know where it's going to end up. Well, my girlfriend is a student, and uh, an international oh. student. So, yeah, she pays for uh, things under the umbrella of a student loan. So that complicates things, but it'll probably, you know, it's about kicking the, kicking the can down the road. Uh, schools, school is half the price here than it is back home. No, it's not. No way. Are you kidding me for an international student, Alice? I'm Coming to Ireland to study? It's like ridiculous amount more. Really? 
Oh yeah. Oh, for business, Brian, you can attest to this. You you did your masters in Ireland. It was cheaper here than it would have been to do in the states, right? For business. Uh, it's about the same. Whatever. <laughs> but we can just say you're right, so you don't get all flustered. Okay, I'll edit it out and say that again. Say that I'm right. Uh, I don't know if I could do that. All right. Well, what's your first question? You just want to know broadly what it was like. Yeah, you told me it was it was brutal, and I'm sure that you'll <laughs> listen to this. So I want to hear play-by-play detail of what it was like to to purchase property with your partner. I already blurred over the fact that I called it brutal, and since you said that she's going to listen to it, I have to edit that. Hey, dude, don't worry. I will cover over the part where you say brutal and you say pleasant. So just say the word pleasant. And then I will cut and paste it over where you said brutal earlier. No, no, no. In the spirit of the of the podcast, where we're giving advice to people in their twenties, saying, you know what's up, moving in, moving in with somebody is is a very big life changing experience. And buying property, like you said, is probably fucking pretty brutal. Yep. Especially and- when you're not married. <laughs> All right, I'll try and get into the meat of, of what we're talking about. We can, we can talk edits later. Um, so uh, the only thing I would describe honestly as brutal was the owning property part because. My particular significant other is not very minded, and I am quite the opposite. So she was very loosey goosey. Sorry, fine ass minded. Sorry, go ahead. So that's that's really the gist of why that was brutal, as I would describe it. But as far as just moving in, exclude the finance portion, you're warned about a lot of things, right? The people tell you, or you can read about it, that like, when they move in, your bathroom will be completely taken over, your closet will be dominated, all your closet space is gone. And you'll find hair everywhere. That's absolutely 100% correct. So have you noticed that yet, Alex? Or is it still too new? I think it's, she, she has a lot of stuff. She has a lot of stuff in the bathroom. But I think that the bathroom is cleaner and it's more, I don't know, homely, for lack of a better word. Homely means ugly. <laughs> but I'm talking about my own house is homely. homely. So it seems like a home. And one of my jobs... Now with my girlfriend uh, living with her, it it was started when we moved in together in Canada, even before we moved to Dublin together, was uh, removing her hair from the shower drain so it doesn't clog up because it grosses her out to take her own hair out of the drain. So that fell on me. So that's definitely something (laughs) I never thought I'd ever do. I use a pair of tweezers and I get down into the drain and I pull all that fucking hair out. I'm going to use the bathroom. You guys can talk about whatever you want for the next... um, Eight minutes while I go to the bathroom. So when you get into your twenties or you are a week like Alex, your pees take a lot longer than they used to. Yeah, definitely do. And he's probably he's from the sound of it, he's probably fucking shedding tubes. <laughs> oh, and I think I know what he's using the tweezers for. He's trying to find it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got to pull it out. You know, he's got his boxers and his jeans. So he's got to pull. Don't it let him adjust this recording. It has to stay as is. Yeah, for sure. We can just talk shit about Alex. Like you probably got some good shit talking Alex stories. From the time yeah, that, uh, I do. You, the first one that comes to mind, plenty here. of them, but the first one that comes to mind is St. Patrick's Day. It's really the first time Alex and I ever hung out. He got very, very drunk, and his card got declined. I, I don't know why, but for whatever reason, too much usage maybe. And he started yelling at the bartender to say, keep swiping it, keep swiping it. But you know how the card readers work out there. You hold it yourself, and you do it. So he made this huge fuss, almost got kicked yeah. out, went outside. I had to call his bank. He gave me all of his personal information. So if you need that, I can send that to you too. <laughs> we finally got yeah, his phone unlocked do. and he went back in and had to shamefully tell the bartender that it was 100% his fault. Hey, are you telling me the story of when I got um, hit with a fraud charge on St. Patrick's Day? That was a pretty crazy story because <laughs> the fucking guy. Oh, the fucking guy's fault. 
Yeah, dude, okay, do you remember? Okay, bro, I remember what he did. So it was my turn for the round. I went to pay, and he goes, you have no money. Tell your friends you have no money. And I was like, fuck you. Like, he's intentionally <laughs> trying to embarrass me in front of all of you. I went out. I went to the ATM, got cash. I paid him for the drinks as I was giving him the finger. So I had one hand, I had the cash in the other hand. I just had the middle finger up. And I didn't see Brian for two months. And then two months later, he tells me that he had to guide me through a fraud phone call with a bank. I just want to clarify that. that your version of the story is completely full of shit. Because you didn't hear his. I did. Right. Yeah, you're, it's very contradictory. And um, well, I'm going to tend to believe Brian. I am more reliable than you. And you That's were more true. drunk than me mm-hmm. on that night. Brian, there's a couple of other questions we want to ask you. But to be honest, we're few too many okay. beers to remember. Okay, well, uh, now I know the listeners will completely believe me when they know that you were more drunk than I am. I think one of them was when you first moved in with your girlfriend, like, did you have any regrets within the first week where you're like, no, oh, actually, I didn't. I don't know if that's weird or not weird, but did you? I didn't either. No, because when I started moving in, when I, when I moved in with my girlfriend, um, I realized that I, um, how bad of a diet I actually had eating food uh, and having real meals with somebody. And you're like, oh my God, like, fuck, I've been eating pizza pockets for dinner for like three years straight. And like, there's more to life than pizza pockets. I, but no, dude, I love pizza pockets. I fucking, I haven't, I love pizza pockets too, man, but I haven't had them in years. I guess it's a majority unanimous vote that there are no regrets, but I'm sure somewhere out there, there's someone that's going to tell us, yeah, I had major regrets. Well, if people have regrets, but I think it's probably because they had the wrong woman or man that they were with. That um, <laughs> was probably a fucking nightmare to live with. I would buffer while it wasn't a big red flag that there were plenty of things that you could say you'd want to change after a time that you learned. Okay, let's hear some of the problems that you might have experienced. So, you know how they say when you move in with somebody, you don't really know them until you move in and everybody warns you like, oh shit, you're in for a rude awakening. I don't think that was entirely true. It never really came out like one of us was a serial killer or something. I think that that might be the case with our parents' generation. With our generation, we see them so much, we make contact with them so much that it's not really... You might already be spending nights over. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. You've already yeah. stayed with them a few times. Nothing should be shocking. Yeah, that's true. Or sometimes oh, they yeah. have different they families. Can. You see the multi-family shit. It's people travel for work. You never fucking know. Uh, okay, I have a story. Someone I know dated a guy. She found out through some a bit of sleuthing that her her boyfriend's dad had a second family that lived like down the street. Down the street. How fucked up is that? Same road. Same fucking road on the other end of the road. Yeah, that's serial killer shit. So she didn't have a family with him, though. The guy she was dating, his dad had a second family. Oh. So I, for, for all the guy knew, he didn't even know about the guy, the dad's second family. She just found it out. Yeah, and that's the thing. Girls these days are so fucking good. Girls are very good at, 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 at spying and finding out detective sure work. You know, hey, Brian, just to, just now that you know of Max, course. is he invited to the wedding with Amanda? I mean, if you want to come along, come along. Dude, February 29th. Okay, that's that's the second thing, too. So not only is he selfish for choosing a destination wedding, he's also selfish for choosing a leap year as his anniversary so he only needs to buy a present once every four years no i like that i think that's this is where you're wrong though alec let me repeat you are wrong again 
No, it backfired completely. She picked a date for one, and I was on board because I had the same thought at first. Okay, cool, once every four years. But get this, she dropped this hammer on me. Every four years, when the actual day rolls around, we celebrate big. And that just means you're supposed to celebrate the five and ten, you know, the big ones. So that just means I have to celebrate twice as often big ones. I guess. Makes sense. But I still like the play. I think it's a good play on the leap year. Brian, can we make sure, though, that because you guys live, like, what, two hours from Vegas, that every time it's your whatever kind of celebration, it's in fucking Vegas so I can come visit you. So what's it like to grow up where your lungs are at 25% capacity? And then you grow up, oh shit, my lungs are at 100% now. And now it's sunny and not full uh, of snow right. in June. First off, it's super sunny in Colorado also. Uh, it is it, The only time it really shocks you is when you go back as an old man, as I consider myself to be, and you try to do anything athletic and you cannot breathe. It's a very humbling experience. Are we allowed to say what your uh, salary okay. is on air? Okay, so Brian makes two hundred grand a fucking year. Well, maybe he minds if you say the right salary. No, I, I can Wait, specifically you me- remember you asking me about a week ago, and I told you it was not two hundred. I like the mystery of it now. In America, they make so much money; they pay so little money for a house, and then they go and get married in fucking Mexico, where no one's gonna come and no one's gonna pay for their fucking wedding. Right, that's why they see America's the best, like. Best country in the world. Yeah, okay, that must be it. She doesn't happen like that. Now. You pay way too much to live, and you don't make anything. And you don't get married. <laughs> and you don't get married. <laughs> you don't get married in Ireland because you're not allowed to get divorced. Makes it's sense. Just, Tough to argue that. I learned that. Well, like a priest told me that. He said, "Well, you can't get divorced. So you just don't get married in the first place." He was saying Jesus. that while he was jerking Max off. He didn't jerk me <laughs> off. It was over. <laughs> Brian, Emer came home today. Yeah, I pissed my- all over the floor. Right? What do you do? Like, so I came in, I pissed all over the floor. I was panicking because I'm like, your significant other does not want to say piss on the floor. Like, you mean I was here too? You were just upstairs pissing and pissing. How do you miss it? It was an accident. I was trying to text Brian. I, I, and I'm pissing. I pissed all over the floor. I didn't notice. And then I stopped texting him. I look and there's piss all over the floor. What am I supposed yeah, to do? Yeah, that's pretty simple. Clean it up. Uh, for the record, I was looking at me right now with like wide eyes. <laughs> oh, that's what you did. Like, it didn't occur to me. Oh, like, what did you do? Did you just fucking clean it? No, I, it, I, I, I cleaned it up. I cleaned a bit up. Oh, you cleaned a bit up. Okay. So I should wash my foot if you go up there. No, no, no. In terms of where your feet should be, my feet were there, so you're fine. It's if you position your feet in non traditional areas, then you're going to end up stepping in piss. Okay. So you piss on the floor and you didn't clean it up. No, I, I told you, I cleaned up some. Okay. Also, um, I mean, we might as well just bring it up now. Alex was telling me some stories <laughs> on the way here today about how he shins pants. Fuck. Okay. So the other topic, Brian, that we wanted to ask about. So this episode, the two main themes were okay. moving in with your significant other. And the other was knowing your body. And how your body changes from being an uh, athletic young man <laughs> to a late 20-year-old. So, so in Alex's case, you went from being like a pudgy young man to... A pudgier? <laughs> and shitting his pants <laughs> in his 20s. So let me clear this up. I was coming home after a huge night out and hung over the next morning, whatever. I go to McDonald's just to get a, a junior chicken, as they would say in Ireland, a mayo chicken, as they would say in America. What do you call them, Brian? Those like $1. Hot and spicy chicken. Chicken with mayo. 
It was a seven-minute walk from the McDonald's to my parents' house. I'm walking home. I'm maybe 30 seconds away, and it's brewing up. It's absolutely fucking brewing up. I need to take a shit. I don't know about you guys, but for me, the closer you get to the front door of your house, the more you need to go. Do you guys experience that exact yeah. same thing? Yeah. Your mind tells your bowels that like, you're really close to the toilet, so it just like, starts like, getting red and fucking... Brian, do you think that this is true? No? Hello? All right, Brian seems to be gone. So Brian agrees because Brian has shit himself more times than the two of us have put together. So what ended up happening was I ended up walking home. I felt it coming along. I get to the front door. I'm ringing the bell. I forgot my house key. I'm ringing the bell. My family takes forever to get to, to get to the fucking front door. I shit myself. Right at the front door. Right at the front door. All over my nice shoes. My nice shoes are covered in shit. It fucking dripped down. All of my nice jeans are covered in shit. It tripped down on both pant legs. Oh, dude. I think it was one pant leg. But then you can't. You have one damaged pair of shoes. You can't. You're you're fucked. You're like you're like I can't wear one sh- shoe that's covered in shit and the other one's not. We wash the shit off the shoe like later, but that's a great that's a great story. So you had a shit you had a shit leg. So I just I probably I, throw those pants out in those shoes. No, I threw the I threw the pants out for sure. I threw the underwear out and the socks. The shoes I was very hesitant to throw out. I had to I had to throw them in the washing machine twice. It was a whole. The fact that the shit the shit made it to the shoe that hard must have been really um I understand how you're bad guy back in the day. If you're poop if you poop your pants and the poop gets from your butt down your pant leg all the way to the shoe, that's a really runny. That's a really runny. Oh shoe. no, that still happens. My issue is that it's not that that consistency of bowel movement is still happening. It's that I understand my body in my late 20s that when I feel that something like that is coming on, I know I have to go to the bathroom. So instead of trying to make that walk home, I stop by the coffee shop on the way home, use the bathroom. So I guess in this situation, there are two lessons. One, you need to notice what your body's saying to you. And then two, you got to start fucking eating healthier, right? Yeah, definitely. So... Brian, have you shit your pants? In my twenties, I can't say that I have. In your 20s? But I would argue you should add a third point. It's not necessarily like know your body, know your limits, all that other BS. Sometimes shit just happens. <laughs> yes, you you are correct. Yeah, like sometimes you just gotta shit. Brian, thank you for coming on. Uh, yeah, thank you for joining us, Brian. That was very that was very great of you to take. You probably took three hours <laughs> with all the technical difficulties out of your work day. Join us. I look forward to meeting you. I'm sure we can shotgun a bunch of beers later. We love to hear about your experiences uh, moving in with your partner and and also being a piece of shit by having a destination wedding. So really appreciate you coming on board for the podcast. Thank you so much. Max is now invited uh, to the wedding. So thanks, Brian. Appreciate that. See you in February in Mexico. <laughs> Thank you so me, much guys. for Good coming on board. Here. Running through our points, we got, we did our own reintroductions. I gave you your fucking bottle of water that you wanted to bet. We're getting old now. We did the party. This one's a pretty big one. 
So we put our first episode up on Spotify. While searching for our podcast on Spotify, I found another podcast with a similar name about a similar topic that was just started the exact same month as us. You know, as a, as a as a person who's we didn't bring that up tonight. Very good for us. We're I very know. Mature. I know, because we were pretty pissed off about that earlier on in the day. But as a person who's might be a business owner, might be this and that, we saw that and we were quite livid because we're like, that was our idea, that was our name. But what are the fucking chances they're coming up with the exact same name? Mm-hmm. That leads me to the point that when you're in your 20s, everyone in our generation just wants to fucking be someone or make a business, you know, make something out of themselves. And what I want to say is that an idea is only an idea until you do it. You should probably be recording yourself right now. Right? Like, we probably could have... We had that idea way long before we started recording it. Mm-hmm. But we just so happened to start recording last week... These people started recording at the exact same time as us. Who knows? Maybe they heard us talking about it when we were at the pub and they heard us talking about the name. But either way, it doesn't matter. You know, I'm not bitter about the fact that they have the same name as us. I'm just bitter about the fact that it took us so long to do what we've wanted to do for all this time. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Fuck those bitches. Yeah. Just keep doing our thing. I know, because I guess that the... Because the, they make him up. Exactly, and we won't. And I guess our advice is that don't ever give up on what you want to do. If you were in, you know, your your 20s, your early 20s, mid-20s, late 20s, you'd be fucking 60 years old. Just do what you want to do and keep doing it if you're passionate about it. If you're enjoying making a podcast and giving people advice... Keep doing it. If you're enjoying, you know, sucking people's cocks on the beach like Brian enjoys, you keep probably, doing I'm it. Telling you, you should probably be, is this not recording? We are recording. So Oh, they're getting all this monologue. Exactly. I like this. Exactly. So keep doing what you're doing and pretty much... Like Brian, like keep sucking that dick on that <laughs> beach in Mexico. It might seem like that somebody might be copying you or might be doing the exact same thing as you but that's the thing is that there's 7 billion people in the world there are only so many ideas there are people that will tell you you know ideas are endless your imagination is endless but the thing is is that there's only so many things that are gonna make you money there's only so many things that you're gonna enjoy doing we want to talk about our 20s. Let's talk about our 20s. If somebody else is going to do it, let them do it. Just the advice that I want to give to anyone out there is that it's so easy to do what you want to do. Right? Just do it. Exactly. You might think about it for so long. You're going to consider doing it for so long. And we had been thinking about starting our own podcast with that same name. For so long. And it just so happened. Those people just did it. But they have a different name. It's not the same name. It's a letter off. 
letter off. It's one letter off, and I'll I'll take it. You know. I like the competition. Competition is good, and to be fair, they haven't experienced their twenties as much as we have. Yeah, for sure. They have no fucking clue what's going to hit them. But we have a friendly rivalry now with these chicks, and they don't even know it. Maybe they'll know in a couple weeks, and we'll have a good time. It probably ends up being, who knows, both of our podcasts are very listenable. Both of our podcasts are great. Everyone wants to listen to it. Or, the realistic situation happens where only our podcast is the one that's worth listening to. Right. So... That's a great way to end it for the Lost in Your 20s podcast. This is Alex. This is Max. Cheers, man. Cheers. Salute. Slantra. Cheers.